It's a joy to be here with you every time I visit here. I thank Pastor Finney Samuel for his love and his respect all through these years. I met him in 1997. When years went by, knowing each other more, my love and respect towards him has always increased. Let the good Lord bless you all. All my life, he was so faithful. All my life, he was so good. The moment I entered Asbury Chapel, this song was being sung. Thank you, Mole, for choosing that song. Tears rolled down my eyes. Thinking of the past many, many years. When I was unfaithful. When I have forgotten him. When I was not even reading the Bible many days because of paucity of time. Still, he was very faithful. He was so good. Thank you, church. I enjoyed ministering with you. I told in one of the meetings, if it was not Pastor Finney Samuel, I would have said no. Because my wife underwent a knee replacement surgery just nine days back. God orchestrated everything. My son came. Since he was there, I could come here. I request your prayers until the last breath. I want to stand as the voice of God. Fearing no man in this world. Expecting nothing from the world. Just to be faithful to him. To the last moment. Shall we turn to the scripture? I appeal to open your Bible. Mark chapter 3. Verse 1. <coughs> Title of today's sermon is Withered Hands and Withered Hearts. Shall someone read Mark chapter 1, chapter 3, verse 1. Thank you. Another time, 
every time you have an encounter with Christ Jesus, something new is waiting for you. Something which you have never experienced before. Withered hand. I was going, trying to find out the meaning of that word, withered. I don't know where I found it. I forgot many years back. Either from Oxford or Webster's or, or from the original Greek text, I forgot. Withered has four meanings. One. One which has not grown into its actual size. I want you to ponder upon your lives today morning. Have we grown to the required size in your inner man all through these years? Have you known Jesus the Lord more through these years? Have we got closer to him through these years? Another meaning is one that has lost its vitality and freshness. I can preach, but am I preaching with a new freshness? Am I worshipping with a new freshness? Do I have the vitality? If not, I am withered. Either my hands are withered or my heart is withered. Every moment you come, you and me come to the presence of God, am I seeking something new, a new touch from Him? Or am I used to the old pattern? Children, when you sing, when you play your drum, when you play your guitar, when you play your keyboard, does it come from your heart? Master, give me a freshness of doing this. Ha! Ah, another meaning. To decay to decline, to become dry, to fade. Has your relationship in your home become dry? I was ministering to a family a couple of weeks back. They don't talk to each other. Is what is your dialogue at home? The Holy Spirit told me that they don't talk to each other. They didn't tell me. They behave as if nothing wrong. No. We are doing good. <laughs> that lady said, I don't speak to him anything. The moment I speak to him, he pulls me down. 
dry in relationship. You can't be dry with man and fresh with God. You can't. The primary problem is your relationship with God. If you are fresh with God, if we experience the freshness of God, by default, you will be fresh with people. Are you with me? Next, last meaning. Lean and wrinkled. The first question that came to my mind, when a person has a handicap, and a person has a failure. He doesn't want to show it to others. One young man didn't turn up for my meeting, seven days meeting. He came on Sunday service. And I asked him, where were you all these days? His answer was very interesting. Pastor, I was scared whether I will be exposed by the Holy Spirit. Hide, hide. You can hide. You can hide. But when the master comes, even if you hide, he will find you. He will find you. I, I literally got wondered, how did Jesus see this withered hand? Probably he might have put his hand in his pocket. How did he find it? There is a hope giving thought in this. However I hide, when he finds, he has a solution for that. Ha! He has a solution, my dear child. There is nothing impossible for God. It's not a jargon. We experience it each day in our lives. Nothing is impossible. I was praying for a young man today morning. In my personal prayer, I was so burdened last night about him and his family. So burdened. I was praying in my room. The Spirit of God told me he is going to do a great thing in his life. Are you hiding from God even? Are you, or rather I would put like this, are you trying to hide from God? When a young couple came to me for prayer, not here, don't misunderstand, somewhere else. The Holy Spirit told me something is wrong, something gravely wrong. 
let his name be Thomas. Yeah. Thomas, what is wrong with you? No, what, you know how, what was his body language? I knew him from his 17th age, year of 17. You are speaking to Savior James. Don't forget it. God exposed. His wife was an excellent child. I asked him, Mole, what is wrong? She said, ask a child. Are you trying to hide from God? I call upon my young generation. I always tell, I have great hope in you guys. I have great hope. The mantle of the gospel is being transferred to your hands. When you go to your college, when you see your college mate, when you go to your workplace, ask the Lord to reveal what is hidden. The book says, God reveals what is hidden. And when you speak out what they have hidden, they will realize that you are serving a great God. Pastor, you tell me how long I can go? And you may not know, back in India, one of the biggest political party was called International Congress, not now, earlier. That party split into two. I forgot the year. The major portion of the people joined Indira Gandhi. So she formed the new Congress called Indira Congress. And when you go for election, you need to get the party's sign. She was a visionary in that respect. Do you know what sign she chose? She chose hand. I was going through the scripture to find out what hand means in the scripture. I found a lot. I'll point out because of the time limit. I'll point out few. One. Hand stands for authority. Verse. I will not read the verse. I will give reference as some of the people are really interested in writing now. First Timothy 2.8. Second Timothy 2.8. First Timothy 2.8. Men pray everywhere, lifting their hands. Certain people come to me, especially men. Pastor, please pray for me. I cannot control my anger. Then I will ask, when a policeman you see, where does your anger go? You bring it out where you can bring it out. Right? The policeman raises his hands. Even Joe Biden has to stop his vehicle. 
authority. Write down. The authority that I am speaking is not mere worldly authority. A child of God raises his hands. Authority spells out. Authority spells out. When you go home, lift up your hands and pray. I can assure you the authority that's given unto you will come out. Glory. Glory. I, I have a lot of stories in my mind as a, as a minister traveling. My sister told me, Pastor, my son does not obey me. Does not obey me. That's not very, very uh, talking back. You know what the age? Nine years. Talking back. And she said, you, he uses filthy words. I have learned a lesson. You cannot correct children just by advice. Punishment, it is not possible in this land. By advice, no. He said, you do just one thing. Go back home. Go to his room. When he is not there, definitely. Lift up your hands and pray that the demonic power that stands against the child be broken in the name of Jesus. Your hand has authority, my dear child, because you are not a normal child. You are a child of God. Hallelujah. Second value of hand. It shows covenant. It shows agreement. Second Kings 10.15 I have been preaching this church. I was thinking today morning, this is the 26th year. Although I have not come 26 times. But I have seen people having never even given a shake hand. Withered hand. Not even giving a shake hand to a brother sitting near you. Not even saying hi. Not even smiling. I would say you have no right to carry this book. No right. When I give Shaitan to Philip, I am conveying a message. Every action conveys a message, my dear child. You are conveying a message. Brother, I agree with your faith. Brother, I agree that we serve the same God. Brother, I agree when we pray together, things will happen. Hand stands for agreement. Husband and wife, I want to tell you, hold your hands together and pray at home. Great things will happen. We have, I married for 37 years. Still every day we do it. Every day. 
every day invariably. Hold your spouse's hand. I can assure you things which has never happened will happen. Because you agree one another. You make a covenant one another. Third one. Hand stands for hard work. Psalms 90, 17. Establish thou the work of thy hand. Hard work. Children, listen to me. Your primary job is to work hard in your school, in your college. Never forget it. I have two boys. I always taught them from their childhood. Malayalam say, Padikyumba padikyanam, Kalikyumba kalikyanam, Prarthikyumba prarthikyanam. When you pray, you pray. When you play, you play. When you study, you study. Don't mix it up. Don't mix it up in the church. This is not an entertainment center. This is a place we seek the face of God. This is a place where we have come to hear the oracles of God. I tremble when I stand to preach. I am called to stand on behalf of God. I am called to stand on behalf of God. Hard work pays. Children, work hard. Make a bold decision today. I will work hard in my studies. I will put my full effort on my studies. I always wish that believers' children should excel in every area of their lives. Every area. Your boss should look at you and say, you are a blessing to our office. You are a blessing to our company. I can tell you, when I was working, the toppest officer would stand up when I enter his cabin. I used to tell him, sir, don't get up from your seat. He used to say, Savior Saab, when you come, I have to get up. Put your foot down. I have a very close friend back in Ernakulam, Cochin. I cannot name where he works. He's an oncologist. He was in CMC Ludhiana. Excellent man of God. Excellent man of God. One day I went to his office in his hospital. There was a painting of Jesus Christ alike photograph. I asked him, how come you place it here? Because in that hospital, 
every room there is a photograph of a god god woman you will hear the chanting of her name he said pastor i put my foot down nobody will question me for placing it then he said another statement whenever the phone rings the first statement that comes over the phone is a worship hymn of their god you are supposed to repeat it over the receiver but pastor when they call me they never chant it they would say good morning doctor i tell you take this as a prophetic word from the lord god will change the atmosphere of your office god will change that atmosphere of your home god will change that atmosphere of your fellowship when you show that you work for god are you working for yourself or working for god i used to keep a bible in my office in, in my in my table on my table over the table one day one of my boss said savior james i am very proud of you you work very hard you are an excellent officer i thank you for working for me like that i went to my table took my bible went to his cabin and i opened ephesians 6 and i showed sir i don't work for you i work as if jesus is my boss malayalam bible says dasan mare yajamanan mare kristu vinanna vannam anusarippen work work hard write it down in your heart my young kids it pays when you put your heart on your work next one very carefully listen to me hand shows transference of spiritual authority transferring spiritual authority second timothy 16 stir up the gift of god in you by putting on my hands on you i'm pointing out only that part of the verse i put my hands on you so that the gift of the lord that is in you will stir up when i was a young minister i used to have the habit whoever senior pastors come to minister in my church i will go to him and will say pastor please lay your hands upon me and pray remember it happens in another realm when a, when a spirit filled person when an anointed man of god 
Don't go to a woman and ask her to put, your, put her hand on you. The scripture does not allow. Remember this. Remember this. Don't remember this. When an anointed man put his hands upon you. When a man of God puts his hands upon you. In another realm. A transfer of authority takes place. The scripture says. Scripture says. Each word of the scripture I believe as it is. Because it is the word of God. This is not a man-made book. Divinely inspired, Paul says. Gospel is not a man-made theology. Gospel is not a man-made philosophy. Gospel is not a man-made ideology. It is from above. So, transfer, seek the power of God. from men of god who have walked with christ through many years my time is passing away not even half the sermon has come out i will finish the hands value get into another area how does hands get withered I have seen people not even clapping their hands. I'm not talking about cornerstone. I'm talking about other churches. Not even clapping means withered hands. Even now putting one dollar bill in the offering box. I have no income in this country. But I have never ever put a one dollar bill. I have never done. I've never done. I feel ashamed. Dishonoring my God. Your hands are withered. If you don't open your pores and give to God. Not to Savior James. Don't misunderstand me. How your hands get withered? Three reasons. One. By birth. John 9, that man was blind from birth. Withered from birth. Second, the enemy withered. Luke 13:16. No time to take the verse. The enemy bound. Do you think your prosperity, your goodness is being bound by the enemy? I have seen homes. I told you, you know, when a man of God enters a home, he can discern. I have seen empty number of homes which are bound by the enemy. Third reason. No news will make your hands withered. If you, don't, if, you, if, you, if you keep your hands like this 
for a few years as the doctors. All the muscles will become worthless. The hand will not move. If you don't clap your hands, you don't feel excited later in clapping your hands. If you don't feel like singing, your lips, your mouth will become withered, will become dry. Now, I have been ministering for every day, two times here. This pastor is cusing me out. And tonight also he want me to preach. I love it. I was just kidding. I always wonder. I preached more than nine sermons in a day. I always wondered at this age, how is it possible? When you use the God-given talents in you, listen to me. If you don't use your God-given talent, it will wither away. God has given you the gift of prophecy. Use it. It will wither away if not. God has given you the gift of healing. If you don't use it, it will wither away. God has given you the gift of giving. If you don't use it, it will wither away. He will go into hospital and give there. Time is running out. Three reasons are withering away. But I tell you, whatever be the reason, the master touches, the healing take place at that moment. When Jesus comes, definitely there is a change. There has to be a change. There ought to be a change. Because he is the master creator. Your hands are created by him. Your mouth is created by him. Jesus is not a repairer. He is a new giver. He doesn't repair. He makes you new. I need to be a disciplined minister. I'll take two more minutes, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. He's so generous. <laughs> but there is something that Jesus can't do anything. Something that Jesus can't do. It is the Pharisees' withered heart. The Pharisees' heart. Today morning, a man came to me and said, Pastor. I have not told anybody. The, the words were shocking. I have lost my faith in God. I have 
lost my faith in the Bible. Not speaking about an youngster. Not speaking about an youngster. A gray-headed man. I put my hands on him. Said, I love you. He was shocked. Said, I thought you will scold me. Said, no. I will not. Your statement, your confession of his failure, of your failure is a mark of victory. Is a mark of deliverance. Is your heart withered or your hands withered? Shall we close our eyes? Close our eyes. I could feel the very presence of God in the sanctuary. I thank you for your very patient hearing of this sermon. I know God is going to touch your hand. God is going to touch your life. Whether it is withered from the beginning or man has bound you or you have not used what God has given unto you. Here is a master present just near you. As the psalmist says, nearer than anyone. Nearer than anyone. Going out into the battle. They Father, we come to the throne of grace. The Holy Spirit wants me to ask you, you need my prayers? Please lift your hands. Please lift your hands. Let the enemy see your hands. You are declaring that you believe in the healing touch of God. You are declaring that Jesus can heal. You are declaring that there is a spiritual realm in which God's hand will touch you. Father, we come to you seeking your help, crying out to you, O Master. Give us a new freshness. Give us a new vitality. Give us a new growth. Let the boundaries of the church be grown in the name of Jesus. Let people of God be filled with a new feeling which the enemy has taken away. Come back in the name of Jesus. Come back in the name of Jesus. I declare to come back. I command to come back in the name of Jesus. Let thy name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you so much.